Welcome back to the Slutrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Anna D, aka The Professional Goddess, here to empower women to build their own empire and interview sluts who like to make money. On my podcast, I give you a peek inside my life as a girl boss, mentor, retired cam girl, viral TikToker, and now 1% OnlyFans creator. I share my ups and downs of running a multi-million dollar business and the difficult yet sexy path to success. So, my dear slutchpreneurs and my boss bitches in training, grab your notebooks, put on your crown, and if you're a new listener, it's an honor to have you here. Get ready to take a peek inside my pleasure chest. Welcome back to the shit show. (laughs) Just kidding. I think that is actually another name of a podcast, but it feels like a shit show kind of week. I am all over the place. I just can't get organized. I think a lot of it has to do with tax season. All hell broke loose for me. I had to file for like five companies and I'm still texting my CPA like, wait, I forgot this 1099. It's a lot. I'm also currently on QuickBooks chat support, trying to make sure my payroll taxes are being withdrawn from the correct checking account. And then it just led me to believe that when I had closed a savings account last year, I forgot to get the statement. So I'm on truest support trying to request those hard copy statements. Do you hoes know about reconciling statements and transactions on QuickBooks? That's a lot. But I did do an episode with The Only Consultant. So if you are a newbie sex worker and want a tax-friendly accountant, The Only Consultant is a great episode to listen to. She is still taking calls if y'all need her. It has been one hell of a year, but I'm really, really excited. One of my businesses failed so incredibly. (laughs) My CPA was like, whew, that one sucked hard. It showed a huge loss, which is a good in the accountant world when you don't want to pay a high amount of taxes. With that being said, I have like a little cash, a little cash that I wanted to spend on myself. And you know what I'm doing, y'all? I'm going to say it. I'm putting it out into the universe because the consultation has been booked. <laughs> Mama Slut is getting a revision rhinoplasty. And before all my beautiful, beautiful sluts go, nothing's wrong with your nose. It's perfect. We love it. It's so pronounced. (laughs) It's so Sarah Jessica Parker. So the thing is, I actually had a rhinoplasty done when I was 14. I had a deviated septum. I had bone spurs. I couldn't really breathe at night. And I ended up thinking I had asthma. I had an inhaler and everything. But once I got my breathing pathogens cleared, I didn't need the inhaler anymore and have been breathing really good ever since. But when you go and get some like a deviated septum fix, that's a ENT doctor, ear, nose and throat. It's not like a cosmetic surgeon. So a lot of people end up getting like a revision cosmetically afterwards for the hell of it, I suppose. And that's what I want to do. Fucking 15 years later (laughs) because there's still some bone spurs on the inside of my nostrils. My tip is still bulbous and droops a bit. And if you look at my grandpa, you would see that droop is going hard. So I got that to look forward to. But I was like, you know what? 
old me would be so hyper-concerned with how social media would receive me getting a surgery, but new me is like, bitch, you have been wanting to do this for so long. Since when do you factor in what everyone else fucking thinks? So this is obviously for me. I think if you are considering surgery, there's a lot of people who do it for the wrong reasons. Even when I got my breast reduction, and and this is just me, like no shade to anyone who gets implants, like they're hot as fuck. But I always wanted natural proportion boobs that fit my body. I didn't want implants because I didn't feel sexy. Like I get it. If you've been flat chested your whole life and you want to feel sexy for you, do it. But I felt too sexy. (laughs) Like my tits were so big being five feet tall. Like I wanted tits that people like wouldn't look at me. That was the point of me getting a uh, breast lift and reduction. The lift is great though. Like there's, there's so many great things about this. I don't have to wear a bra still. I have the whole YouTube video about my surgery. I will link that in the description. It's very in-depth. Um, I t- also have friends who, two friends who struggled with breast implant illness. And once they got their implants removed, it cured a lot of problems, some life-threatening. Um, so tits have always been controversial. So anyways, I fucking Googled the top rhinoplasty doctors in America, and I found one. He's number three in Beverly Hills. So I reached out to book a consult. Girl, this is how they get you. They will book you for the consult, but it's $1,000 for the consult, and that go towards surgery. And I was like, ooh, that's brilliant. Like That weeds out people who just want to go and get consults all day. I went to book it and they set the date and I was like, wait, that's on a Sunday. Are y'all closed? And they were like, no, 2024. And I was like, no, 2024. So my fucking console is next year. (laughs) It's booked. It's paid. So anyways, I'm really excited because I'm going to take my mom to Beverly Hills. I'll probably do the console. I would really love to just fly early, early, do the console, and then fly back that same day and just like haphazardly be flying all day across the fucking country. What is this episode about? Here I go again, just talking. This might be a surgery episode. I'm not the best podcaster. I really have really low expectations for myself. So yes, Beverly Hills, six seven hundred dollar round flight for the console and then obviously would have to go back again for the surgery and stay a few days after and i was looking at the beverly hills hotel and i was like fuck no am i paying thirteen hundred dollars a night i'm gonna pull out my little marriott card use points on the hotel i still have so many flight credits from COVID, I was going to go see Shania Twain with my mom and then COVID happened. We had to cancel the flight and they'd only give us an e-credit. So I still have flight credit. So I'm going to just try to use all that. My friend, Lydia, the home mentor, she was going to have a wedding party in LA um, last year and that got canceled. So I have a flight credit from that too. So I'm excited to like get rid of these fucking flight credits and I will start using like the insurance when I book a flight so I can just get a full refund because I have these like papers stamped on my wall about 
anytime I have an e-credit so I don't forget. I'm so anal about that. Anal. So I'm so, 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 so excited about that. What's great about this doctor is he does work where you really, really can't tell. I didn't want a doctor, like a lot of the top surgeons are ones that do like huge improvements, improvements, like holy shit before and after. But this guy, like I'm talking subtle as fuck. I just want to sharpen my tip a little bit and get that droopiness not as droopy. So I'm, I'm so fucking excited. Like I am so excited because this is an investment that I'm going to get joy out of every single day for the rest of my life. And if anyone out there is listening who has dealt with things on their body that just make living <laughs> like that much more sufferable, one of the main reasons I know this will bring me so much joy is because when I got my first nose job when I was 14, I had a bit of a hump on my bridge, my lovely, gorgeous, delicious Jewish bump. And when we got the deviated septum fix, my mom fucking rallied for me. She begged that doctor to shave my hump down. <laughs> Because she dealt with it too. And ENT doctors are not supposed to do anything cosmetic. But at the time, like in middle school, I would get bullied so fucking hard. My first, my first boyfriend, you guys, like my first kissed first boyfriend, love of my life. No, fuck him. He said my nose looked like a ski slope with a jump in the middle. Like those things fucking hurt you. I would go home and I would try to break my nose. I would smash my nose on the edge of my door trying to like bend it and break it. It was bad. I didn't go to the movies ever because I couldn't sit next to someone. I'd be like, oh my God, they're looking at my profile. Like they think I'm ugly as fuck. So I'm happy to have grown out of that phase. Uh, now when I see women with prominent noses, I there's part of me that like, relates and feels with them because I know, oh, no, I'm not going to cry. Don't cry. It's okay. <laughs> That's just a little girl of me that just feels that uh, for her. But also being so like the ones I see that are empowered by it. Like there's this girl I follow on Instagram. She's got a hump in her nose. She's got like pink hair, but she always talks about how much she loves her nose. And it that is so fucking empowering to me. And when you look back on goddesses and bad bitches like Cleopatra shit, there's a lot of Greek mythology where these women have prominent masculine noses and it's like power and respect. So I have learned to love that inner child part of me, but I've also learned to make decisions for myself. And after getting that hump shaved down, I was way more enthusiastic, like night and day for this girl. She, I mean, I remember when I was, even after my breast lift and stuff like webcamming or anything, like I was just making so much more money because I was confident. I set myself free. And this little revision I feel like is going to be just the cherry on top to my vision and turning 30 this year. It's like, I want to live the next decade that are going to be some of the best years of my life of joy, being able to just not wear makeup and totally be infatuated and in love with every part of me 
even if I decide to fix and change something permanently. So I wanted to share that with you. I was really, really, really scared to share that with you. (laughs) Please don't hate me. (laughs) So that's happening. Being on Twitter this week was crazy. Seeing like banks shut down. I just noticed a lot of sex workers reminding other sex workers to not put their money in these big banks and to stick with smaller credit unions. Um, I've been putting my money in high yield savings accounts. So I also wanted to share that with you. Capital One, if you just Google Capital One, I think it's like a 365 savings account. Yeah, the 360 performance savings. They also have a 360 money market. Let's see what their rates are. Uh, 3.4 APY. So if you put, let's say you put $1,000 in this savings account versus like your bank savings account. So that's $34 for every $1,000. So let's change it to $10,000. So if you put $10,000 in the savings account, you will be gaining $340 every fucking month. Now, the one I just opened, I think it's called Lending Club. Yeah, Lending Club. I got in with them, I want to say a month ago, because they had a 4% rate. So for that $10,000, that's $400 a month that you'll gain. So make sure your money is making money if you have some in your savings, even if it's a little bit. You know, Keep a steady balance in your checking to pay your bills, but put the rest in a high-yield savings. So I wanted to note that also with tax season coming around, I don't know if you girlies uh, have started a Roth IRA. I did mine with Fidelity Roth IRA gain, like for the first time. And you can only put in about, I think it's like 6000 a year. Oh, let me, let me throw this out there too. As a business owner, I'm only going to put my money places where I am free to take it out when I need it. Because you never know when shit hits the fan. So I don't want to be penalized for taking money out, which is why I don't fuck with a 401k or anything. So with these high yield savings accounts, just make sure there's no penalties for if you need to withdraw all your money, which both of those I mentioned don't. Um, But same with this Roth IRA. So you can put money in here. It won't get taxed. It has that cap. I I think it's like 6,000 or maybe 6,500. But the gain, the money you'll earn on it is between 7 and 10%. And I think that depends on like rates or something. I am by no means an expert. I just want to speak it in terms you can understand. So if you put 6K in a year for 10 years, that's 60K. And let's say 10% of 60,000, it gets to that 10% rate. That's $6,000 you'll earn from just you'll gain from getting there. So definitely talk to your CPA, maybe like your parents know information about this, but I'm just, I took all my money out of stocks and crypto because I just have a fear and distrust. I'd rather have a gain percentage that is promised and doesn't fluctuate. So I wanted to share that with you because I'm kind of new at this and I think I'm doing pretty good. Also, since my last Reddit episode, I have gained 20,000 karma on Reddit. I am so fucking proud of myself. I was telling my girlfriend the other day, I am so committed to figuring out how this advertising for OnlyFans fucking works 
because I'm tired of seeing. I am so tired of seeing you one percenters out there flexing on us all, fucking flexing. And 99% of you one percenters have agencies doing the dirty work, which is cool. I've tried an agency before and it fucking, it was great for a month and then it went into the dumpster. (laughs) But I'm telling you, like the gatekeeping isn't cool because all sex workers can win. There are so, so, so many Johns and wallets out there to be shared and spread. Like the numbers are insane. So I've been really trying to do this dirty work to help y'all. And after doing my Reddit episode, I took my own advice. And within two days, y'all, because I was on Reddit for, it says I've been on for two years, but it wasn't until I went fucking hard for two days on that advice and gained 20K karma. So I want to share authentically two things I did that really, really soared me that kind of helped me go viral. So remember we talked about finding a subreddit that fits your niche? One of mine is tattoos, obviously. But the thing is, not to brag, but I have really, really good tattoos. Like I spent fucking tens of thousands of dollars on my tattoos. They better be fucking good. So I went to like the tattoo subreddit, tattoo designs, tattoos, like these big subreddits that have millions of followers. Shot my shot. I shooted my shot. And surprisingly, I think one or two of them got 5,000 upvotes. So that immediately helped my karma. Tons of comments. That helped my comment karma. I was really trying to get my comment karma over a hundred because I couldn't post in some of these big subreddits because my comment karma wasn't as high. So that really helped. I was discouraged when there were big threads I couldn't post in because of my karma status, but I took my own advice and just kept posting in smaller subreddits, but stuck to my niche, kept the posts authentic because these Reddit users are brutal. Like you need to post, like I posted my geometry pattern. What did I say? I want to make sure this is factual. I'm Rebecca Blue on here, by the way. So I said, here's my healed geometry sleeve. And in the rules, it said you had to name the artist and the location. So I did that, but it's like a side by side of it. And it got, it's almost at 10,000 karma, 200 comments. And that was in the tattoos thread subreddit that has 6 million members. So yeah, it wasn't like a sexy post, but it's getting my account in good standing. So I'm excited to start practicing in sexier subreddits. I have this really good strategy. Before I get to that strategy, which will explain smaller subreddits, I wanted to share the other post that went viral, which is of my dog. I love my dogs. If you know me, pit bulls and saving animals is a huge part of my brand. So I started, like, I was going through my camera roll. I was like, I have these weird fucking pictures of my dogs doing stupid things. They're hilarious. And finding that key subreddit, like, the one I found is, what's wrong with your dog? And I have Leo in this, like, inflatable cone, and he just looks like a fucking ham. And (laughs) it looks so funny, so wrinkly. And I was like, what it looks like when you turn the front camera on and It went viral in that thread, and that subreddit had over 2 million members. And I wanted to post in there again because I have other crazy pictures of my dogs, but I read the rules, and it was like, wait two weeks before you post again. So you have to – like, it's super easy to find the rules in these subreddits. Like, people act like 
It takes all day to do. But I was sitting on the couch all fucking day having so much fucking fun. A lot of my dog posts have been getting a lot of good views because everyone loves dogs. Everyone comments on, on dogs. So here's the strategy that works for me. And I have two phones. I have a business phone and a personal. So I was on my business phone just scrolling through my photos, my sexy photos. Maybe you have a Mediafire or a Google Drive with all of your your goods all organized. But scroll through because what's going to happen is you're going to come across a foot photo. So what do I do? I'm in Reddit and I type in on the Discover tab looking for subreddits. I type in feet. And there's like feet pics, feet NSFW, feet lovers heaven. And you can keep going and going until they're smaller niches. So yes, that works. But I was like, let's take it a step further. Here's a picture in my camera roll of me licking my foot. Here's one of me sucking my toe. Because these subreddits go so in depth. If you type in licking toe, there's a fucking subreddit for it. There's oh, And then armpit licking pops up, foot licking, lip licking. I love licking, like all these little subreddits. So to me, it's the most authentic and easiest way to start at the top of your camera roll. Let's say you're going to post on Reddit three times a day. So, or all at once, maybe just three photos. So open your camera roll, come across a sexy photo and say, what niche does this fit? fit? Is this a good toe-sucking photo. Okay, let me find a toe-sucking subreddit to put it in. And these subreddits really admire when that photo is, obviously it has to be original and yours and like no filters or anything, no watermarks sometimes. They only want it in their subreddit. If they go to your profile and see that you just posted that picture in 10 other foot threads, they're going to say you're spammy and they will do that dirty detective work. So pick selectively what subreddit you want to share that one photo with. And don't share that photo to another group for some time before there's other posts in between on your wall. Another thing I did was I created my own subreddit called Rebecca Rabbit. So now I can post absolutely anything I want all the time to that thread. And when people go to my wall, they'll see that on my new post. So it's a great way for me to continuously add content to my wall and also tell my OnlyFans fans, Twitter fans that like, hey, I have my own subreddit, free content all day, come join and share. And you can have a little free live chat with them. It's just an all around great way to fucking advertise. So I have my OnlyFans pinned at the top of my profile. I'm not going to lie. I have my paid page connected. That's $20 a month. That is a really high. It's on the high end. So I've only even with this 20k karma I've got, I've maybe only hooked in maybe 10 fans that are paid, but those posts are going to stay there and live on the internet. So hopefully over time that goes up. I can't correlate how many free fans I've gotten because of this on my free page, but I'm going to start coming up with ideas about making posts in my personal subreddits of saying, hey, message me on my free page with like say the word Reddit and I'll send you a free video or something so I can start getting a direct correlation for you guys. But I'm just throwing darts out, seeing what sticks. I want you to, I want to encourage you to really, really, really not be fucking scared of this. Like scared money don't make no money. And this brought me back to when I first started my business. Like I didn't know how to even ship a package. I didn't know 
what customer service software to download. And I just nosedived in full fucking bullet status and just did it. I sat down at my desk with a coffee, comfy, had my dogs next to me and just fucking did it. No excuses. And when someone texted me like, hey, let's go out for dinner. Hey, let's go um, grab a coffee. I was like, look, I love you. We can FaceTime later, but I got shit to do. And I still feel guilty for not doing things. I still have regrets for not doing things socially, but I winded and grinded all of my late teens and early 20s. And now I'm like heavily reaping the benefits of having that strong platform where a lot of people are starting now in a time where everyone has accessibility to the internet. So fortune favors the bold, fortune favors the relentlessly motivated. I did have my chapter where I was like, okay, we need a self-care. We need to prevent burnout. But I'm also going to say, I think burnout's kind of there for a reason. Like Sometimes you have to sacrifice your body, mind, and soul and mental health to achieve these levels of desired success. Now, that's a whole another topic for another day because when I did reach monuments of success, I was not happy. So it's like, was it worth it? And what is happiness? <laughs> but it's all perspective. It's all perspective. So we're going to leave that episode on this note. Thank you, everyone, for listening, supporting my future nose job. Ew, that sounded so bad in my earphones. So thank you, everyone, for listening and supporting my decision about my nose and hanging tight with me on this Reddit road to success. I hope you guys enjoyed the update. I have been more active on Twitter, so make sure to follow me at Rebecca Blue. If you want to send me some love notes, you can message me there or on Instagram at Miss Mothership. But if you're a true ride or die, you're going to leave a five-star review right now. Okay? Okay. (laughs) I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. It's the end of the show, so time to plug myself and pay some bills. So lube up. If you want to keep the show going and learn more about myself and my empire, you can check more out at professionalgoddess.com. My YouTube, mentorships, ebook series, and everything else is linked in the description of this episode, as always. And remember, every time you leave a five-star review, a slutpreneur has an orgasm. So keep the big O's coming. Connect with your fellow girl gang in the Sletchpreneur Squad Facebook group at cehose.com. That's cehose.com. You can also just search Professional Goddesses in the Facebook search bar and it should come right up. Plus, we have a Discord chat, which is our triple X chat to help our fellow sluts out. You can get this link through the Facebook group or just shoot me an email. We'll get you in there. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, follow my free OnlyFans at Rebecca Blue with two Ks and my explicit page at Rebecca Rabbit. Now, all you have to do is put in OnlyFans.com backslash my username. I also offer shout outs, which can be purchased at RebeccaBlue.com or just private message me on OnlyFans. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And as always, refuse to be anything but successful. Go make that money, honey. I'll see you queens next Wednesday. Bye.